0: What I have taken from here is show up. Good days, bad days, ugly days, whatever are your days, show up and never back down. You know, it's going to be today is going to be the most difficult day for you. You know, you have to make this call and you know, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to do it. And sometimes in these difficult moments, you know, that's what I learned also in these difficult moments, I found that ray of light because I went ahead and I tried and I had that courage.
1: Hey guys, namaste, and welcome to Be Your Unapologetic Self podcast. I am your host Sharayu, a marketer and creative by profession, having a passion for personal self development, spirituality, and everything that enables us to live life of authenticity by being our unapologetic self. On this podcast, we completely and unapologetically own our story, shine in our light, not wait for any outside situation or anyone's permission to start living a life that we truly are passionate about and which is aligned with our higher self. Join me here as I share inspiring stories, learnings, conversation to start living our life as our unapologetic self. So today's guest on the show is Sahana Rai, who is the founder of Glocal Brand Solutions which is an integrated marketing solutions and a PR communication agency, which she has started with an idea of giving 360 degree solutions to clients. She has done her post-graduation in international business from Indian Institute of Export and Import Management, post which she worked in printing ink manufacturing and retail industry and finally moved to media where she found her calling her vast experience of almost two decades in various companies like Midday Red FM Neo Cricket UTV Movies and Disney has given her deeper customer insights and helped build strong network across industries and i'm sure today's conversation is going to be very interesting about knowing her journey how she followed her passion and how she went about
0: following her calling so i welcome Sana welcome to my show Hi, Sharayu. This is really, really awesome. I'm super kicked and super excited about this. She is a mom for twins, so one boy and
1: one girl, which is absolutely fantastic and really amazing. No, And I'm sure a lot of mothers out there, how are you managing your work and your passion along with raising these two beautiful kids? And I'm equally thrilled
0: and excited to have you here. Thank you, Sharayu, for inviting me. It's a privilege and an honor, you know, sometimes uh, when part of my job is to assure that my clients get interviews and you know, that's a part of my KRA and today I am doing the other side. So it's pretty exciting because you get to sometimes be on the other side, you know, and I think you're doing a fantastic job because I've heard your podcast and uh, you're doing a great job and you've taken this initiative of, you know, reaching out different stories to different people and to I really hope there's some learning for me also to take away and it really inspires a lot of other people in some way. If I could touch even one life in a small way, in whatever way possible, you know, it would be really, really humbling for me. I think it will be like one job done for the day. Thanks a lot for saying that. That is really uh, motivating for me and
1: that is precisely the motivation for me as well to start this podcast to just if it any one thing or one point, if it's going to make a difference to even a single person, it gives really a great amount of satisfaction. So that is the objective which I'm doing this. So let's start with today's uh, podcast interview then and with our conversation. Firstly, definitely, I would ask you to give your introduction and share your background story with our guests. If you could let us know, how did you first became passionate about your calling and what has been your
0: journey so far? Let me start with speaking about what I do. So I'm Sahana Rai. I run a PR for a boutique PR agency called Global Brand Solution. Global Brand Solution, the idea of starting this agency was to help startups. So we are focused only on startups, right? And we help startups to reach out to their audience through media, like it could be print, it could be radio, it could be television, whatever media possible. But helping them reach out with their story to the people, so the people, so people around know what is it that they are offering, what are they doing, you know, that kind of thing. And that is something which is very inspiring and very uh, motivating for me. And my team too, because uh, it's a lot of hard work. So that's what we're doing, specifically working only in startup sector. And we work across categories, be it lifestyle, be it singers, even if it's a pharma tech, education, you name it. And we have covered almost all segments in past six years of our existence. Talking about why I'm doing this, like what you asked, like before this chat, you had uh, Ajit Balgi who was there on the podcast and he said the same thing that he was an accidental entrepreneur. My journey is similar in fact. <laughs> I worked in the media fraternity in uh, in the corporate career. I worked for almost 12-13 years and then I had to quit for my motherhood and then I decided not to pursue career in terms of a full-time job and start something on my own. So that's how the journey started. So we would like to know that firstly how did you transition you know
1: from that journey of corporate of course motherhood which was one of the important juncture in your life which made you take that decision so how would, did you transition of
0: you know the journey of being an entrepreneur okay like i said uh, i come from corporate background and my background is sales i've done only and only sales i have done sales of printing ink i've done sales of lingerie for international client and then i moved to media in media i worked across categories i worked with print radio television And then um, I had to take a hard call because uh, I had like a history of miscarriage. So I had six miscarriages. So then it was due to medical reasons that I had to take a call of quitting my career. At that point, I didn't know. I had always had this idea that I'll go back to working. So I was not prepared for it. And uh, then it so happened that I was blessed with kids finally. And that is how my twins happened. So then it was like, now when you have it, for which you have strived so hard. Now, do you want to let it go and not give nurture it and not give it attention, you know? It's your responsibility because you're bringing up a next generation, you know? So that's your contribution to the world. So you may, might as well make some right choices and bring them up in the right way, you know? So uh, going back to career meant that I would be dividing a lot of my time and I would have to work on the requirement of the company. Obviously, you are paid for doing your job kind of a thing. So we decided, um, why not Like, take it slow, take it easy, one step at a time, one day at a time. And that's how the idea of entrepreneurship began. So when I started, I started in 2015, end of the year, when my kids turned a year old, I started with doing social media marketing. So I used to make social media posts. So a couple of friends said, okay, you do for us, you do for us. It was just picking up in 2016. And I said, okay, fine, gladly I would do it. It was exciting. And then my friend, um, she was my junior colleague in one of the media companies. Two years before me, she had quit the industry, media industry. And she had started a PR firm. And uh, when one day when I met her, she was like, why are you doing uh, this social media thing? You continue doing that, but you should do PR, you know. So I was like, why PR? Because I said, I don't know anything about PR. How do I start it? So she was like, you don't need to know. Because first and foremost, one thing about PR is... It's very tough. And uh, you have to uh, be very thick-skinned. And you and me are very thick-skinned because we are in sales, right? So we are used to getting bashed. So journalists are going to keep... And it is true. Our profession is like... The journalists are going to... The moment you call them for something, they start bashing you. Or they're rude to you. Or hang up the phone. It's almost like that. So she's like... And we can handle it. And we can survive through this. And I bought into that idea. I was like, she's right. Because... uh, I've done sales and this is something that I can handle pretty easily. So let's do it. What is the harm? Because I thought of it like this way. Like, what is the downside? There's no downside because nobody knows you. I have nothing to lose. I'm starting from ground zero. There's nothing. I mean, there's nothing up. Like if I'm going back to sales, still people know me. In the media fraternity, I was still a name. You know, here there's nothing. I'm zero. So it's fine. There's nothing to lose when you're at ground zero. So I was like, like, let's take a chance. Okay. I started it. Now, the next step was, how do you get clients? Because now this is very different. Social media marketing is still easier for you to do. Now, what do you do with the PR? So I, again, I had some friends who had their firms. They were running some boutiques. Some of them had uh, cloud kitchens and everything. So I told them what, you know what, I can help you. Uh, You give me a brand because I need a brand, a product, something. To go to the journalist and uh, sell the concept of what you are doing. I'll do it for free for you. Okay. I need something to start somewhere. And all my friends, all of them were kind enough. They said, okay, fine. You started. We are there. And uh, I said, because it should not be like tomorrow. You should not tell me like, you know, what, what is this and everything. So everybody were very kind enough. And they were like very forthcoming and they supported me. And I started off. That's how my journey began into PR. One thing led to another. These friends liked it, though it was not very big at that point of time, but they still felt, yeah, she maybe, maybe they felt okay. I also thought the same thing. Maybe I can do something around it and everything. So they recommended more, others recommend. So the business kept growing like that. From there, I have not, I've never had issues with getting clients, clients as such. You know, the other peripheral issues have been there, but otherwise not getting business wasn't a problem because people really like... uh, we're supportive. And that was the good thing that happened. So I took that as a sign that, yeah, this was meant to be probably, you know, this is what the journey could be. This is where I should probably go in. That's my start of my career.
1: Great, great. So like you mentioned one very nice point here that you started from ground zero, and then uh, you took it in a very positive sense that, you know, in spite of having that huge experience behind you, which you already had in corporate, you made it in a way that, as it is, I'm starting from ground zero, so I do not have anything to lose, so let me give it a try. So, very good uh, confidence you had, and of course, I'm sure you played on your strengths. In those moments when you were venturing into something completely new, right? So, any kind of a limited beliefs or challenges that you had, and you know how did you overcome them to persist in that journey? Because... Uh, entrepreneurship is all about consistency and persistence
0: those two are very important words which i use every single day consistency and persistence because i feel that is a very defining factor of a personality you know and i love those words because that is the belief that takes you from uh, level a to level two okay because you will have good day uh, only one good day Rest of the days are going to be an average day or just a, or maybe some days very bad days. So you will and some days you will feel naive. I mean, you can't just do it, you know. I can't do that because the initial days were so bad, like journalists and I had no idea how to speak to the journalists, what is pitch. I had no idea of the definition of words. I didn't know who are the PR companies who are big journalists, who are small journalists. I used to just randomly call people no study, no idea, nothing. So obviously, they were right in there on their part to be what they had to say. And you know, you come to me, you're wasting my time, you don't know what to speak and everything. Which is true. I was like, completely like, I mean, like a kid on the block, you know. But like, when you have those days, and like, when you have all tears rolling down, and people are like, so mean kind of thing, but still you're like, that day you will be like chalo aaj aaj thoda chill karte (laughs) tomorrow we'll see Tomorrow is another day so that is how the journey has been what i have taken from here is show up good days bad days ugly days whatever are your days show up and never back down you know it's going to be today is going to be the most difficult day for you you know you have to make this call and you know it's going to be very very difficult for you to do it and sometimes in these difficult moments, you know, that's what I learned also. In these difficult moments, I found that ray of light because I went ahead and I tried and I had that courage and said, let's take it in a tried. So I think, but it worked. It paid off in a very good way, actually. I'm very happy that I did. I didn't back off and I didn't cry or I didn't shy away. So today I tell my team also the same thing every day. You know, just show up. It's okay. What will happen? At the most, they will shout at you. Take a day off. It's okay. Chill. Today you don't work. After that, tomorrow come back. You know, I said I used to do that. I can tell you, you can do the same. You know. So that's how it works that way, I think.
1: (laughs) That is a great advice.
0: So like what keeps you motivated? And you know, you said that, it was all about showing up yeah for that that is a very uh good reason why i show up every day because i come from humble backgrounds uh, my early days my uh till the time i completed my mba and started working we've seen the most difficult days of our life okay so like to give you a perspective of it like my mom used to say like whenever she used to pay fees i have a younger sister me and my sister's fees she used to pay just to be like, I used to thank God, I used to pray to God and say, thank God, this month they have gone to school, next month I don't know type of thing. So that is where I have come from, you know. And when I get up every day, I remind myself where I came from, what I started off. Like, I feel very strongly, and this is what I believe, that I should not fail because I didn't try. I can fail because of a natural calamity, because there is a a coronavirus that happened or there is some disaster something that happened which is not in my hand which I couldn't have done anything and that's something that had to happen and it would have happened you know but it should not happen because I didn't get up in the morning and get up and push myself or kick myself hard on the butt and said go get to work kind of a thing so that is what keeps me motivated and that is why I work so hard like anybody would know me would say why you work so hard and they know me now by now they know why I work so hard I think we need that strong solid reason to keep going and uh, persisting in the journey. Yeah, how actors do, they take emotions from some of their deepest, you know, deepest point and that they use as the motivation to perform better. We all need, we all need that one source where we pick it up and move to the next level. Maybe we have moved far ahead from there, but that thing, you no, know, that anchors us, that keeps us humble, that keeps us and makes us a better person too each day you know that's an amazing
1: thing which you have shared sana so like uh, we are very proud of you like what you're doing and i'm sure that you're making your team proud as well about being that example for showing up even when uh, things get tough which brings me to my next question is that any success habit or mindset routine which you follow because as you mentioned as such the you know the doing this pr work itself is very stressful how do
0: you keep your yourself cool and calm to uh, focus on your work that's a very good question, you know, because if you would have met me like a year back and you would have asked me this question, uh, I wouldn't have had an answer to it, you know, to give. And I used to always think, what what is it that it takes for people to be successful? What needs to be done kind of a thing? So 2016 to 2020, early April Sahana has been a very different Sahana. 2020 has been a very good year for me in a lot of things, though it was bad it's a bad period, it's a bad phase for all of us across, you know, there's not a single human who's not been touched. But I used it in a very uh, positive way, and that's how I saw it. I was like, you have to now change your attitude towards a lot of things, you know. There is there is a reason why there is supposed to be a ritual, there is a reason why there has to be a habit. I didn't have I had I'm systematic. I'm pretty organized and systematic, but I didn't have habits like which are very important habits, you know so i started i i do yoga meditation i do reading which is important for my skill so this one year like from april 2022 now till now it has been it has changed me a lot as a person i'm much more calmer you know i will react otherwise i'm pressure cooker i'll react i'll boost, and then i'll cool down so i am like that but but now i have settled with that too you know i don't like go out of the way and you know i'm like yes this will also happen because i think the virus showed us something that there is a lot of things not in our hand so let go of it you know don't try to control and say se, hi hona They have to work in this way only only then it will work no everybody comes with their own problems too you know so we all have to make it work so that is how we uh, and i think it's been good so these habits have changed and these have made a lot of difference in my life any ritual that you follow which you would like to share with us yeah first and foremost thing when i make a pitch i study i study about the industry about that thing that i want to speak about i figure i think first only in my mind already like what are the angles what are the elements like i do like a dalil kind of thing like a lawyer's perspective i try to argue and agree disagree on both the elements right and then I study about the journalist's style of writing. What is the kind of story the journalist has done? What kind of story they might like if I will go and pitch so that I don't waste their time. I don't waste my time. And then I keep my head cool if I know it's an important call I'm going to make now. So I'm going to sit down quietly for five ten minutes. I'm just going to like wind off from everything. I don't attend messages. Don't look at anything. Just focus on that particular call. So that it is much more impactful. And, you know, because at the end of the day, we are taking money from our client and to give out something to them, you know, we are accountable for that. And we have to justify that. So the pitch has to be extremely important and the time has to be valued of the opposite person also. So that's what I do. And it works. I have, now I have started training my team also accordingly. I tell them, don't make 10 calls in a day and tell people this is, this is what we are doing. Talk about our client. No. Talk only to one person. That's fine, but say something impactful that that person also feels. Yes, it was good talking to this person. You know, they should not feel why is this person calling and wasting my time.
1: That is a very good uh, learning which you have shared and a habit that you follow. So one question which I'm getting is that you said you started the company which was in 2016, and now it is almost a team of five members. So if you can share is that how was that thing like moving from a single boss? For your company, and then expanding and getting five members on your team. That too, when you started everything from scratch. So, how was that journey being? What were your learnings or you know experiences in that aspect?
0: So, like I said, when I started, I had no idea about uh, how PR works and everything. Still, I used to uh, get interns, like one intern or two interns, and I realized that I could not tell them the correct things. You know, if you are a leader of anything. You have to know what you have to tell the team. So the team is going in a guided way. It can't be like you do your thing, you figure out and then you tell me no. A leader is someone who has to tell you the right things, equips you with all the things that is needed so that the team goes and makes the uh, right things. He He or she makes that right decision. So there I faltered a lot my first four years till 2019 has been my years of struggles and failures, you know, because I failed a lot. I fall I've kept falling down. I could not groom because I myself was not getting into the whole thing. But I was I'm a survivor. So I survived because I come from sales. We know how to survive, you know. Then in 2019 I decided like now it is time to move. You know, because we were getting clients now. We were getting bigger accounts. So we decided to take full timers. So the first full timer came. Then I was like now I have to be like, you know, more, make sure that I'm adding value to them. You know, when I always tell my team, when you go from here, no, people should ask, like, how are you so good, you know, because you've really a product of uh, local, like, they, it should be a matter of pride to all of us, to you and to me both, you know, it should not happen that you will go and they will like, kuch sikhaya, kuch aata hai, PR mein kuch <laughs> it should not happen like that, you know, you should go completely knowledge i mean people should want you and they they should eye for people from our company they should say se aega, this person would be really really good so that has been a journey that has been it taught me a lot of things how i handled team before and how i handle my team now they are like i said there are two different sahanas 2016 2020 a sahana was very different now the sahana is very very different you know i'm sure my team would also vouch for it and they'll say yeah We would like to work with this one, not the other one. So that has worked.
1: That's really nice. I really admire your values that uh, you want to do the value addition to the people who are working for you and groom them as well. The question which comes here is that uh, if you could share with us your learnings in your uh, entrepreneurship journey, in your journey, life journey so far, which you think which can help our listeners.
0: So the three things that I would say are the key takeaways from my life. One is, of course, show up, never give up always show up in life that will help you help you in everything not just work this is what we are talking currently is work but in life also generally if you face that situation and get it over with no, the problem doesn't becomes big eventually it gets sorted at the nip otherwise it will become big big and then you have too much to handle after a point of time be disciplined be disciplined no matter what you know and have rituals and habits You need to have habits. I am a strong advocate of that. I believe in that because I feel it really impacts your life in a big way. You know, you need to have a reading ritual. You need to be that waking up early. That thing has to be there. Meditating is very important. I advocate that everyone should take up meditation. You know, exercising, give your body exercise. We forget that we think exercise is for good looks. No. Remember one thing. I tell this to myself so that's what i'm trying to explain like i say this is you don't live in house you live in your body and you're going to live in this body for the rest of your life so might as well take care of it you know nurture it well take care of it mentally yeah mentally physically everywhere you know don't take it lightly because then it becomes too late in the day to rectify the damages you will do so all those things are important eat right all those things so these are the learnings that i have implemented those are very, very
1: practical and very essential, as you rightly said, first and foremost is our physical, mental, spiritual health, which always should be prioritized. How has been your journey of motherhood and how are you managing now both the things like being mom to, to a boy and a girl, a twin? So two kids and a firm, which is a full thriving firm with with your team.
0: I think uh, the credit doesn't go only to me. I think the first and foremost credit, because has to be given to my husband. He is my strong pillar of strength. Without him, this wouldn't have been possible because we are single-handedly handling our kids. We don't have top mates. We don't have maids of any kind. We don't have other support system also. Like We don't have anybody to help us. And both of us are working. So, and if we wouldn't have had that understanding and that team spirit and that camaraderie, you know, it would have been very difficult because we would have ended up fighting or divorced by now because things were so bad, you know, and handling kids, kids is always a challenge. One kid itself is a challenge, honestly speaking. Two, yeah. And even if they're just four, my kids are four minutes apart, though they are four minutes apart, they are like two different people all together. One likes East, yeah, personality-wise. One likes East, one likes directly South only, not even West, you know. So they are very stark people in their own way. And, you know, and you kids need attention. You have to give them attention all the time. So it's challenging. But uh, I think because uh, we have a good understanding between each other, we manage it pretty well. So hats off and uh, uh, thanks, big thanks to my husband for this. Because I think uh, men also can take a lot of inspiration. Because it is not just a mother's job to, you know, handle the kids. Even uh, now, I have seen a lot of my friends also handle. All men are becoming like much more proactive. They do take responsibility. But yeah, it could be a good example for a lot of them.
1: Great, great. That is uh, really a great Partnership, I would say, that you have with your partner. And that is very essential to uh, not only manage our personal life, but professional life. as. Sana, any advice that you would like to give to any, you know, new mothers out there who are into this kind of a situation where, of course, they have to nurture their family, take care of their kids. But they do have their own dreams, you know, and they want to do something for themselves, either in their work or, you know, just at that crossroads of taking any decision.
0: I would first tell all the mothers out there, just because if you decide ever not to take up working, don't consider yourself less because housework in itself is a full-time job and it is not a mean task to do it also. Like hats off. I really genuinely feel like housework is really tough and it's too much of work, you know, and that is why for them it never gets over. You know, we used to always wonder why these people are working hats off to them you know so don't think if even if you could not pursue a career that doesn't mean means you are less because you are managing a family putting and a woman i realized after becoming a mother that she is a central essence of the entire ecosystem if the woman of the house is organized she is system systematic and she has uh she is more you know gathered and put together the house is like that the woman of the house reflects the house. That's what I have understood after becoming mother. This I didn't know this till I became a mother because I never thought of it in that way. But now I think if the day when I am not organized, I see my house falling apart. Like kids not getting food on time. School is not happening on time. Everything is falling apart, you know. So I realized, yeah, women play a very, very important role. So don't feel that this is what is it. And this is what like housework kia to. I am less or only working woman is big. No, she is not like a a superhero just because she is working. No, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to balance it out. So you choose what you what is your situation, my situation would be very different to yours. We all have to choose as per our situation and live, live happily, you know, so if you choose not to take up career, don't regret like I have my friends, I have to counsel them all the time. And I tell them, don't feel bad that you didn't take up a career at least you're doing something and you can give your 100% to something be proud of it because you're making a difference somewhere you know earning money is not the ultimate thing but if you are planning to earn uh, you want to make a career see to it that you are not, not burning yourself and saying i will do this also i will do that also make it very clear at home also like i can do only this much this is my capacity this is my limitation Please work with me around this. <laughs> Make it very <really> clear. <laughs> Don't try to tell everyone I am the superhero and you know you expect everything from me. Yeah. <laughs> women, women think, you know, we are superheroes, we want to do everything. Just to prove a point, but it is not necessary. I think you should just let go.
1: I seriously love that point which you said that whatever is a decision based on the situation, even if you make a decision to not work that should not lower your self-esteem or your self-worth as such because it is not at all dependent on the work so very nice point uh, you made sana and thanks a lot for sharing that so how has motherhood changed you as a person
0: personal question like no, no it's a good question i i like all your questions because it made me think uh again from a lot of and made me revisit a lot of things you know so I, I like it when it happens. And thanks to you, you know, uh, you sometimes you need someone to come and tell you some things to open up another dimension altogether. You know, I worked in the corporate arena for so long, you know, it uh, I never realized how I have I was changing over there. You become very cutthroat. You become very brutal because now you want to grow. And I was I'm very passionate about whatever I do. Okay, So I love doing and work is my passion. It has always been in my weakness too. I was like into it, completely immersed in it kind of thing. I never, I didn't realize till I became a mother that I was losing my human touch. That human element in me was missing. That uh, warmth and everything because you become very cut and dry. Now, when I became a mother, I realized that there is another element. And you know, there is, it is so important to have a human angle, human element. So my kids brought that back to me, you know, I feel they're responsible for making me much more humble and a, a better person, you know, hadn't that experience come in, I would have probably done very well in career, you know, I would have been at a different level, but probably at a human level, I would have been at a, a very different person, maybe very unhappy, maybe pretty cut cut and dry and all those things. So I think that's what it has, it has done for me. So the best thing happened for you, yes, I can say, yes. right? <laughs> Yeah, actually, there is one beautiful line that somebody told me, you don't give birth to children, children give birth to you, you are reborn, you know, You're yeah. re-act- and it is very true, I felt in my case, I was reborn, and it was a journey, the first two, three years were difficult, but it's now becoming better, you know, I'm getting used to the whole thing, and you know, it's a learning experience, I would say, I hope I'll become a better mother over a period of time. <laughs> After all all of this journey, what advice would you give to your younger self? My younger self, I have a lot of advice to give, actually. (laughs) Yeah, the younger Sahana was uh, just too, too not very focused. She didn't read too much, you know. I'm very angry with her for that. Like, why didn't you read up, you know? You should have read as much as possible. Probably you could have covered up for so many things, you know. So that, wasting time, I... I used to be this friendly person, friends with everyone, train friends, rickshaw friends, office friends, (laughs) every kind of friend. You know, I was always doing all these things. I actually wasted my beautiful phase of my life. You know, I should have spent learning and reading all these things. So younger son, I would always tell her, don't waste time. Don't waste time. (laughs) This is important time for you
1: so any book recommendations or like who has been your favorite author if you could share with yeah, us that. like you,
0: i just mentioned like i didn't read up much i've just picked up reading off late so right now i'm just finishing off a book called autobiography of a yogi so i'm in the last chapter this book has touched me in a, a very different way you know it what it's talking about is how meditation can help you in different ways of your life And what all you can do with meditation. But it opened up a perspective in my uh, opinion. So I like, I would recommend that book to people.
1: Then uh, Sana, I would also like to know that what has been your inspiration or whom do you look up into your life? Any role model that uh, you have in your life? So
0: I don't have any fancy role models that I can call upon and say, oh, okay, I like Jeff Bezos or I like uh, Elon Musk because I don't know them personally. So I take my inspiration from people who I know personally and who have impacted me directly. So there are two people who have impacted me very, very much directly. That's my grandfather, my mom's father and uh, my mother-in-law, my husband's mom. Both of them are no more. Uh, so my grandfather, he had to leave uh, his house and start, reese, and we are from farming community. So down south i'm from Mangalore. and you know at the age of 60 he had to start and build everything from the scratch so brick by brick he has built his house so the house that we have today is what my grandfather built brick by brick 30 years every single day he worked till he became he passed away at 93 but he worked till 91 almost so that is where i get my strength and inspiration i always think if my grandfather could do i should also at least try to do it somewhere so he's one of my major inspirations in terms of when it comes to that perseverance and determination of never giving up and not crying. Never did he complain that I have to work so hard. He would always pride in the fact that he was working. See, I'm working now. He used to be so proud of it. That, that is a big deal, like working even a day. Yeah, 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 we had to make him <laughs> yes. not go to the field, but he, would like, he was like that. He was always a workaholic. He wanted to be there. And my mother-in-law, because uh, I think uh, she was uh, a very good human being. At a human level, uh, somebody who impacted me because she was so kind. She was so uh, gentle. And she was so like, I, I feel even if I can become one person of her, it would be a success because she was really a good human being.
1: Wow, that's really inspirational. There's a beautiful learning and story which you shared. Coming to the topic as a theme of my podcast show which is uh, being your unapologetic self and then looking back into your journey like how you are pursuing your passion calling like where do
0: you see your that future unapologetic self so i aspire to be uh something that there is this word called Sarvagunna sampanna. you know i love this word <laughs> and i <laughs> i want to be Sarvagunna sampanna because it's an aspiration for me okay And why I say this, I know I always tell myself this, that you have to be Sarvagun Sampanna because you need to, you can't, you need need not be good only in one thing. You should not be in fact good in only one thing. You should be good in every element, you know. So tomorrow when you are older, you have a lot of things and becoming Sarvagun Sampanna means you're developing a lot of skill sets along the way. You could, uh, that could be like cooking for me. I learned cooking, sewing. All the other things also, which is related to not related to work, apart from reading books, apart from understanding industry, startup segment and all those things, apart from what I'm doing in this, doing this also being a good mother, what is needed to become a better mother or a better wife or a better friend, you know, you need not have too many people around, but whatever little people you touch, even if it's one person, I think we should make some significant impact. One thing which is related to your profession itself, one
1: of the things which you shared earlier only in our conversation is that you're helping people to put across their stories. Like that itself, I found very fascinating. So if you could share a little bit about your work and, you know, how is this PR thing actually helping entrepreneurs or any people out there during such
0: a pandemic situation? Yeah, so pandemic actually has opened up this arena a bit more, you know, uh, because... uh, Brands are needing more and more to reach out to their end consumers, okay? And it has to be reached out in much more relevant and authentic way. So what is needed is like, you can't go and say, I'm selling this. My product is the best. That is not what is going to work. If I have to appeal to your senses, then I have to tell you a story behind it. My product has been built by this farmer from this segment, which has to be true too. It can't be built up. You know, it has to be authentic in a lot of ways. So that is what the uh, product, every company, every entrepreneur also has to understand why they're doing it. Are they doing this to impact or are they doing it? Of course, money is important for them to survive, to make it, but it has to also solve a problem. It has to also have a reason why they're doing something, you know. So our job is to enhance that, put it in the correct way and ensure that, People get that and buy it and, you know, go for it. And that brand value recall is built because of those stories that has been told around the brand. So anybody listening who is into the arena
1: of entrepreneurship or maybe wants to put across a story, I'm sure they can reach out to you. And uh, Sana, so we are almost uh, coming to the end of the conversation now and uh, you have really unapologetically shared a lot of your life learning and uh, very openly told about your lessons in life. Very insightful conversation and I enjoyed it a lot personally so much. because learning from you and with your uh, journey of entrepreneurship and uh, definitely with your
0: experiences which you shared as a motherhood Thank you for giving this opportunity because it really means a lot, you know, that you're doing a good job and this is your initial first couple of months. You will go a long way because the way you have structured the whole chat and the whole show and the way you're going to bring out a lot of things for a lot of
1: people. Thanks a lot. It really means a lot to me as well as a beginner. And that is my humble attempt here to really bring about the stories from from all of us, like, you know, the our people whom we meet on day to day basis like common people every one of us has a story i believe and has some of the learning to share so i hope you all really enjoyed our today's conversation with sahana rai and i'm sure there would have been a lot of takeaways from this conversation so this is where we sign off let's see you again then for yet another unapologetic episode so thanks to you all for being here thank you have a nice day Thank you so much, guys. I'm so grateful that you have taken time out to listen to the podcast episode. Please do share your reviews and feedback, which will allow me to create in better ways. Please like, share and subscribe to my podcast show, Be Your Unapologetic Self. So see you again with yet another unapologetic episode. Bye.